Investing involves risk. The value of an investment and the income from it may fall as well as rise and investors might not get back the full amount invested. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future results. The mention of any particular security or strategy should not be considered as a recommendation. For further information on the Merchants Trust, please go to www.merchantstrust.co.uk. Hello and welcome to A Value View from the Merchants Trust. In each edition, Simon Gurgle, Fund Manager at the Merchants Trust, offers his thoughts on developments affecting the UK market and what it means for investors. Five years ago, the UK made a momentous decision. In the national referendum to decide whether the UK should remain a member of the European Union, Britons voted to leave. Almost 50 years of UK membership of the largest trading bloc in the world came to an end. And since then, the UK has seen multiple changes in government, navigated and at times acrimonious exit negotiations, and signed finally a new EU-UK trade and cooperation treaty. So what has all this meant for the UK market? Simon, it's not the first time that we've discussed Brexit, and I'm sure it won't be the last. But as we look back over those five tumultuous years, what's your take? Well, it's hi, John. It's good to speak to you again, and it's great to be back in the studio. And it has been quite extraordinary five years. And it's not just been the Brexit dis- discussions and uncertainty. We've had the pandemic to deal with, and we also there was a short, there was a small little thing about the prospect of a quite um, far left wing socialist government in the middle as well. So it's been a period of extreme volatility in financial markets and in the economy as well. And it's it's been although it's been a challenging period it's been a very profitable period for investing and i i remember when i was learning to drive i was taught when you're on the motorway you need to look not at the cars around you but at the cars a long way ahead in the distance to work out what's coming and that's been the guiding rule really for us for the last four or five years it's been to look at businesses at what what they're going to be like in three or four years time to try and look through brexit uncertainty try and look through political uncertainty and, and most recently try and look through the pandemic uncertainty and take advantages take advantage if those share prices move a long way out of line. And there were periods of severe dislocation in markets and different sectors, different stocks in that period. And we managed to take advantage of that overall and, and come out in the end with, with a good result in terms of the performance of the trust and the portfolio within that. So although it's been a challenging period, we're very pleased with how we've navigated it. And that's an interesting point you raise. Uh, it's been a very uh, uncertain, as you say, a challenging time economically and politically for the UK. But when it comes to uh, the markets, when it comes to the opportunities there, uh, there are certainly opportunities that you've been able to take advantage of. Is, Is that how it's felt over these last five years? It has. And the most obvious, of course, was during the pandemic last year, where you saw the market fall very sharply. And within that enormous dislocation and dispersion between the companies that were seen as more resilient to that and the companies that were more exposed to a slowing economy and potentially some of the issues around travel and, and uh, isolation that we've had to deal with. And so there were some fantastic opportunities for a value investor to pick up really strong companies at unusually depressed prices last year. But there were also periods when we were concerned about the prospect of a, of a uh, should we say, a, a quite a hard left government. And also there were period there were, there were some opportunities during the Brexit negotiations when investors got quite concerned about 
the outlook for the UK generally and the whole UK market got quite depressed. So yeah, it's it's been it's been one of those really interesting periods. And I think the UK market is still pretty cheap actually, although we are starting to see investors come back for the UK. Uh, there are still big opportunities here. And let me pick you up on that um, UK market being fairly cheap. Is it increasingly becoming a market for international investors, do you think? Well, we are starting to see flows of money come in from abroad, looking at the UK, uh, the UK having come through the Brexit negotiations and the economy still uh, doing okay, and clearly the pandemic being a major recession, but having recovered from that. The vaccine rollout going ahead quite quickly in the UK is also leading to investors looking again. But I think most importantly, the valuations of the UK stock market are significantly, well, they're, they're below history, but significantly cheaper than many other markets around the world. And that's got investors looking again at the UK. In fact, I was recently interviewed by a, a French media company about the opportunities in the UK, and it's the first time that's ever happened. So I think it is quite an interesting period for the UK. So let me be ever so slightly cheeky here then, Simon. Uh, a slightly leading question, but one with no intention. Do, do you think then that Brexit, the last five years, the, the, uh, the, the, the roller coaster ride that we've witnessed there, do you think that ultimately that's been a good thing, at least as far as the trust's concerned? I think it's given us opportunities. I mean, the, the, the thing we've, we've said to you many times is that if you look at the UK stock market rather than the UK economy, about three quarters of the profits of companies on the UK stock market actually come from abroad. You've, you've got very many multinational or global businesses listed in the UK. So Brexit, for many of them, is, is really just a, a minor issue in a small part of their operations. So for most companies, Brexit doesn't really make that much difference. So to the extent that the stock market has devalued or, or lowly valued UK companies because of Brexit, there have been some great opportunities to buy companies that happen to be listed in the UK, but often have got operations all over the world. So yes, I think there have been opportunities to exploit from the Brexit uncertainty. There, there are one or two industries where Brexit is uh, the risks of Brexit were, were significant and real, but those are very much in the minority and they have not affected us too much. And just to continue that line of thought, there's uh, been a lot of interest and coverage around private equity and overseas companies uh, and their interest in UK registered based firms. Is UK PLC ripe for takeovers, do you think? Is this a particularly sweet time for those that might consider that as an option? Yes, I think it is. I think you're seeing a lot of activity, both from private equity, but also from corporate buyers looking at the valuations of UK businesses and coming in with, with takeover approaches. We've seen a few quite recently, one in the food retail sector and one in the defence sector. But it's quite curious because at the same time as that's happening, there's also a lot of IPOs, a lot of new issues coming, new launches on the stock market. So investors are favouring certain types of businesses, maybe high growth, digital businesses, often companies without much of a track record or or without much much in the way of profitability. But but historically, businesses that have been around a long time are often being neglected and trading at quite modest valuations. So there's a quite strange dilemma where there's money for certain types of companies, but others are languishing behind and being identified by, by foreign companies or private equity. And those IPOs you mentioned, the share listings, is that a measure of sentiment, perhaps more optimistic sentiment about the future possibilities, the future opportunities for the UK economy? Shares are, uh, companies are uh, a listing because they feel that this is the right environment, the right place for them to do that. Should we take some comfort from that? 
I think you've got to be careful drawing too much of a conclusion. I think it's been very difficult to list a company, particularly in the UK, for the last four or five years, for the reasons we've talked about, political risk, Brexit risk, pandemic. And and some of these businesses have been maturing and getting into the stage where raising money from other investors makes sense or or releasing capital for the founders makes sense. So I think it's more the latter that's just the right time for them. And and those are the types of companies that are attracting investors. And they're not necessarily in the type of businesses that that, that are more under pressure, say in the aerospace and defence area or some of the more traditional UK businesses. Simon, looking beyond Brexit, um, with talk about the interest rate cycle returning, and value shares being in a better position than growth shares, at least over the last few months. How long can the UK market continue to offer good value, do you think? Well, that's the million dollar question. It's really hard to know how long this takes to play out. I mean, we try not to guess the answer to that or estimate the answer to that because it's almost unknowable. What we try to do is just identify good companies trading at low valuations, which allow us to generate a good return for our investors, including a decent dividend yield. So it, I think I don't think that dis, that discount or that, that um, low valuation can persist forever, but it could persist for a long time. And if so, that gives good opportunities for us to continue to invest on behalf of our shareholders. And where are those value opportunities in the UK market at the moment then? What kind of themes do you think are underpinning them? Um, there's a number of themes that are quite interesting. We still see value in the whole housing area in terms of both house builders, but also companies selling products into the housing market and to people moving home. Because a bit like the stock market, actually, there was uncertainty for four or five years and many people didn't move home and didn't spend that much money on their house. And you're starting to see a wave of money being unlocked and being spent on the home environment. People are spending more time at home as well and they're wanting to sit on, on more comfortable furniture and so on. So that whole area is still quite interesting. Valuations are still pretty modest, quite reasonable, even for very good companies and market leaders. So that's an interesting area. We're finding companies that are um, helping the energy transition. One or two of those are quite interesting in the utility area. Um, there's a number of themes. There are companies that are transitioning their business. So historically, they part of the business was may be seen as low growth or unexciting, uh, but they're, they're gradually transitioning the business to more exciting high growth areas. And that, that can often be a great place to be as a value investor, because you can get in at a low valuation and then potentially sell out a few years down the road at a higher valuation because the business quality has improved. And do you think that the, the, the UK market as it stands at the moment is offering enough of those opportunities for a value investor like yourself? Well, we haven't found we haven't run out of opportunities yet. I mean, we we're continuing to look. I mean, we do, we do have a small amount of the portfolio in continental European shares, largely in the reinsurance industry, which is an industry that's quite hard to get exposed exposure to in the UK. Um, but but there are still plenty of opportunities in the UK. Yeah. Just a final thought, Simon. How would you say the market is looking longer term? It's a classic crystal ball question. This, I'm afraid. What what's the outlook for dividends? Do you think? Well, I think keeping the eye on the horizon again, the outlook is is good. I mean, dividends have been cut last year by 
pretty much a record amount. In fact, I think last year was the first time the dividends have fallen as much as earnings in a recession, although it was clearly quite an extraordinary period. But we're now seeing a very strong, across Europe, I think we're seeing record revisions to, to dividend expectations, i.e. people expecting dividends to pick up quicker than they than they thought. Um, and, and dividends are coming from a low base. So there's plenty of scope for company dividends to to recover and, and to, to grow from here. And, and many of the companies that where the dividend levels might have looked unsustainable before have taken the opportunity to rebase to a level lower level. So from here, albeit we've had a, a big cut in the income level coming into the portfolio, I think we do see scope for quite decent dividend growth, potentially for quite a long time into the future. Well, it'll be interesting to see just how that future unfolds. And I know we'll be able to discuss it uh, in future editions of the podcast. But Simon, unfortunately for now, we're out of time. And thank you for listening to A Value View from the Merchants Trust, where we bring you topical news affecting UK equity markets. You can find out more about the Merchants Trust by going to merchantstrust.co.uk.